Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. Okay, here we are in the studio again. I love our studio is actually the Thrive Room. It's, it's sort of funny. It's very colorful, <laughs> it, very light. It, it is a beautiful space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone should actually stop and check out the Thrive Room. They at, sure okay, but this is actually the Living Scent podcast, uh, and we're continuing another episode. And uh, it's Yvonne and I in the yep. room on mic, just just you and me. Just the two of us. <laughs> okay, it's good being friends. <laughs> I love your songs, too. We also have Vicki in the room. She's the engineer that's put it all together and is making it happen. But uh, I'm glad to have this conversation. I think it's really timely mm-hmm. for where we are with our yes. missional community groups. And I'm praying that God would actually lead us in this conversation to something that's going to be a felt need and, and really helpful yeah. for our MC leaders and apprentices. So what, what are we going to be talking about today, Yvonne? Yeah, I mean, by the time this episode releases, it will have been one week removed from Easter. But today, this moment in time, I don't usually like give away exactly when Shh, we're... don't danced, tell the secrets. But this is the Tuesday after Easter Sunday, and we oh, are coming okay. off this high of... Mm. Gosh, the Lord just Mm. allowed us to see that something like 150 people raised their hands and said, yes, I want to follow you, Jesus. Yeah, okay. The harvest is plentiful. The harvest, like, it's amazing what God's Mm. doing and how many people, but like, how many of them need to start a discipleship journey? That's right. (laughs) How many of them do we want to jump into MCs? I'm thinking all 150. Yeah, so (laughs) so right now I'm like, I don't know if I feel joy and exhilaration Uh, about what God's doing or an immense pressure, like, oh, no. But that isn't actually what this episode is about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It relates because we are just wanting to talk about, we've had a couple episodes that really lean into the apprentice journey. Mm -hmm. And today we want to talk about how do I identify, like, yes, we know we want to pray, but what are some tangible, practical things for how I should look for who to ask to be an apprentice? Yeah, that's great. And especially because this is the third trimester mm-hmm. where we've got a few weeks of MCs yep. and then the summer. And uh, with the summer, we'll be like aiming at the fall, yeah. which is generally when most things start up mm-hmm. with, with the school year. So that means... There are some people right now who have been apprenticing and God's mm-hmm. been growing them mm-hmm. and the leaders like they're, they're like talking about these things and maybe even talking about what it would look like for that apprentice to lead. That's right. And so um, those apprentices then would be praying for someone that they could ask, mm-hmm. <laughs> looking, searching for someone yes. that they could ask. And MC leaders, too. Current and MC if, leaders. Okay, yeah. Let's just get really clear. Yeah. Like, let's start with a really practical they thing. They need to be looking as well. If your apprentice <laughs> gets sent <laughs> off, and you don't have an apprentice, then this summer, you as a leader, this this next semester mm-hmm. and this next summer, just you, even as you, you would say, okay, God's calling me to continue leading in the yeah. fall. That would mean we're trusting He's going to lead you to someone to be your new mm-hmm. apprentice yeah. in the fall. That's exactly where I'm at. Okay, 100% where you're mm-hmm. at. Okay, I think I'm actually in the same boat, too. <laughs> Good thing <laughs> so, we're talking about this. Yeah, so what are we going to do is the question, <laughs> because we have to find an apprentice. Yeah. Um, it, have to is a strong word. I would say instead, mm-hmm. like, this is the joy of what MCs are about. Mm-hmm. 
that someone would be called into his harvest field, that someone would say, I want to be a disciple maker, but I don't know how. I want to join with you and, and learn this and, and walk this journey. That's so there's right. something really exciting about that. But uh, we're going to talk about what to look for, um, maybe some some pressures, um, and and see where the conversation goes. Yeah. So if if I were to think about it, um, what what are some things in your past as you've done this process, looking for an apprentice mm-hmm. and begin that journey of praying? What are some things that that sort of jump off the radar and you go, okay, I pay attention when I see that and think maybe, I, maybe that's evidence of God at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of times I, what, yeah, what strikes me as someone that I might ask and just to start praying about is someone that asks a lot of questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's <laughs> demonstrating so curiosity. They are living out learners talking. Mm-hmm. It is a learner who is talking yep. and Come asking on. questions. Essential DNA of an MC. Mm-hmm. The learners are talking. Yeah. I, I love it, too, because this is so practical. You, We could have every MC leader just pause right now, jot down the name of everyone in their MC, and think, like, who asks questions? Mm-hmm. Maybe that could, like, start to pull your attention and go, okay, yeah. maybe God's at work there. Just the fact that they would take the time to ask questions mm-hmm. even if they're maybe not always on track or the perfect <laughs> question yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah in fact if they're too on track all the time then i'm like eh. yeah <laughs> you're so bad that's just me that's just me, that's me. Yeah. Um, i think another thing i look for is yeah who has really just benefited from the mc environment yeah they really have been consistent in showing up um, and they just seem invested. They might not even always be talking, but there's just ways that people demonstrate that they're really invested and present. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I can I, I see that too in the way that they interact outside of the group mm-hmm. or before or after. Like there are people that are like thinking of others in mm-hmm. the group. You know, like there there's an engagement that yeah. that you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one is. A little bit more um, superficial, and when we say the hmm. word superficial, we don't. A lot of times, that means a bad connotation, but I don't mean it that way. You I mean just mean it's in the best possible kind of superficial. Uh, <laughs> no, I just oh, really okay. mean it neutrally. Like it's oh, just okay. a little bit more surface level. It's not yeah. the most important, but I do look. For I like, like practical stuff. Who do I f- kind of sense is sort of like naturally drawn to me? Like for some reason, okay, they just seem to um, like just really be engaged with me when we're talking yeah. and, and it seems like we both want to like linger a little bit longer, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing. That doesn't always happen. I think some yeah. of my apprentices have been that way and, mm-hmm. and others haven't. Yeah. So that might not be like a requirement, Yeah. but just something to pay attention to. Right. It's just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. M- Lord, are you, are you drawing us together? Mm-hmm. And to ask him about that first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what are f- things you look for? Yeah. I was, about to answer it anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I pay attention to uh, the people that are, um, w- when the gospel's being spoken about mm-hmm. in the group, mm-hmm. I'm looking at their eyes. Yeah. You know, and I can see that, like, almost they're like, they're drawn in emotionally mm-hmm. when you talk about the gospel. Even if they can't say it super clearly yet themselves. You just feel them like leaning in. Their like, sense of wonderment. Yeah, yeah. they seem like thirsty for it. Mm-hmm. 
or or when someone else says the gospel, they go, yeah, <laughs> like that kind <laughs> of thing, you know, like just just even being hungry to hear it again. Mm-hmm. I, I think the process of apprenticeship would forge the ability to be gospel fluent. Yeah. So I'm not even looking for someone who's gospel fluent yet. But there are some people when when you say the gospel and they're like, oh, yeah, I know that. I, I, I'm like, I d- I'm not drawn to those. Mm-hmm. But other people, you say the gospel and they're like, wow. I'm like, okay, that they'll make my list mm-hmm. of, of people to, to aim at. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think another another thing is like the questions is probably the best one. I mean, that's just that's just awesome. But um, people that are looking for ways to give more, like mm. someone who sees someone who's hurting and they're like, can we pray for you? Yeah. Or someone who sees someone like and they're like, can we bring them meals or can yeah. we do they're just initiating. like, yeah, you see s- they, they're they're not afraid to ask and mm-hmm. to try to say, hey, let's do something to help here. Or like um, what one could be, you know. There's someone serving in their own personal ministry of some kind, like someone's like volunteering in a prison ministry, and they share about that. And they're like, "We want to come." I'm like, "Okay," I, I just <laughs> paying attention <laughs> to people that are doing something and and wanting others to come along with them. Yeah, yeah. or even maybe someone has has shared something that's going on in their life, and sometimes there's a woman who comes up to me and is like, "Hey, have this person shared something really hard? Have you checked in with them?" I'm like, "No, but you can." Yeah, <laughs> you throw it back at them. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And if they do that, yeah, yeah, that I I put that under the category of willing. Mm-hmm. Someone who's willing. Yeah. When you ask them to do anything, they're like, okay, I'd love to. It, it's a crazy thing because if you think about the disciples that are following Jesus, mm. you probably can't categorize them all in the same thing, no. right? Like you've got some educated, some fishermen, some blue collar, some white collar. <laughs> like they're just all over the place, but probably the one thing that unites them all is they were willing mm-hmm. whenever Jesus said something they're like okay you yeah. know even if it seemed weird you know they they just kept saying yes to him we will throw the net on the other side as I well. mean that's just one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, they actually the truth is they complained a lot later on too <laughs> so maybe maybe that makes a great great yeah. apprentice what are you talking about Jesus we can't feed all these people <laughs> eight months wages wouldn't do this yeah. yeah would you say that willing is enough? Wow, that's that's a great question. Um, so, I I I think I'd pull that into a higher sort of thought mm. about what's the real thing we're hoping is going to happen. Yeah, because um, if we're thinking we have to be really good at choosing someone, mm-hmm. and we have to ask in just the right way for mm-hmm. them to say yes, I'll be an apprentice, and then we have to be really good at training them, and the only outcome that's worthwhile is if they become a leader a year from now. That's so much pressure. Yeah. That's so much earning. Mm-hmm. That's so like me-centered thinking. Yeah. Um, I think that's like destination thinking, mm-hmm. and so I would want to encourage everyone instead to think journey mm-hmm. thinking, which means. Um, Every single person in that group is on a journey, mm-hmm. and I don't actually know what that journey is going to be like, right? Um, so I, I think of my role then as an apprentice looking for a new apprentice or a leader looking for a new apprentice is I'm trying to identify what's God doing. Mm-hmm. And because I'm trusting him so much, then I'm free to ask people. I'm yeah. free to I, – I can just – it's not all this pressure of, like, it has to be exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I think it, um, 
I think in trying to get the perfect person, we miss out on the things that God's doing right in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would say if it, like what we're looking for is what's God doing. Mm-hmm. And there are some people they're just sincerely not ready. Yeah. And and so that we should have some kind of filter of of discernment yeah. to to go like don't just a- ask anybody and th- like they haven't served anyone they haven't thought of anyone else mm-hmm. they've only attended twice in the past you mm-hmm. know month or semester or whatever they're they're probably not ready even if they're good friends of yours right. you know um, even if you think they might say yes that's probably not a good enough reason to mm-hmm. ask them <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. Uh, I guess if I could, if I were like encouraging everyone, Mm -hmm. um, I'd say as we start our journey of praying about who this might be, we're we're really like trying to say, God, give me eyes to see what you're doing in these people's lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I I love what you said in terms of at the end of the day, it's always first and foremost, who is God calling? What is God doing? And that just takes the cake on everything. But in in addition to that, in terms of like, what do we look for? It's a culmination of a bunch of different things. And willingness is one of them. Um, But I think that some people express actually an unwillingness initially, but they actually are ready to to take that that Mm -hmm. step. And so there's, there's just a journeying that needs to go like with some people. Like, I think there are, I've had a lot of experience of there's someone that I was thinking about asking and I sort of poked around about the idea, Mm -hmm. but what it happened was it ended up just being a really great conversation about where, where they're at, what do they believe Jesus thinks about them and what he's calling them to. And it wasn't, it had nothing to do with MCs. And so I didn't end up asking them to be my apprentice, but it still was this really great conversation Mm. and, and just kind of helped them along where where the lord wanted them yeah 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 so i i want to make it where it's really clear Mm -hmm. and what we're saying is it's always only god's activity yeah but yet if he's this is this is part of grace Mm -hmm. right if it's actually grace then you didn't generate it Mm -hmm. but if it's actually grace it will yield fruit yeah you will see it Mm -hmm. right there will be change that's right right and so we're looking for we're looking for some identifiable things where you can see the Lord's, like Jesus has been at work in this person's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And I would say if someone doesn't have any identifiable fruit, even if you like them or feel comfortable asking them, mm-hmm. or if they're just someone that you think would say yes, like that wisdom would say, look, look for what's already growing mm-hmm. in, in what God's doing. And I, I love too that you you, what I heard you say was, Sometimes you might see some identifiable things and go, okay, that's there, but you're not sure they're willing. Yeah. Right? But maybe God's going to use you asking. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is actually the part of the journey mm-hmm. that you're like the agitator. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's if, the more you know Yvonne, the more you know. <laughs> like that's Yvonne is not <laughs> offended. Yeah. yeah so uh, in that way, you know, I think Jesus was an agitator too, right? <laughs> um, but I, I, so it's like this tension. I don't even know how to define it because if you think about Jesus, some of the people would be like, "You're asking the wrong guys," mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. But they were the ones that changed the world, right? So Jesus had in his mind some characteristics mm-hmm. that he was looking for, and I, I think we should 
I mean, just sort of figuring out what were his, what were his characteristics? Yeah. I mean, and for. I think right now we're talking a lot about what we look for in an apprentice, but for me, as I was saying earlier, I'm in the middle of this. So my apprentice, literally last night, my apprentice mm. just heard back from the person that she asked to be her apprentice starting this fall. Okay. And she was sweating it out for a couple yeah. of weeks, yeah, just waiting. And she was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. I felt like I asked somebody out. Yeah, like, okay. I feel so that's much awesome. pressure. <laughs> I'm like, hey, well, yeah. that's good empathy for like, you know, guys who might try to ask you uh, out. Well, like yeah. That. Okay, <laughs> good that's empathy. like a sidebar, sidebar. Or, um, <laughs> or empathy for what every apprentice yeah, is feeling, totally, right? I love totally. that idea. Like, it's like, I feel like I just asked, it's like you, it's a vulnerability hangover, uh -huh. right? You're like, I it was vulnerable and I is. said, will you come with me? Yeah. And they might say no. Uh -huh. And our hearts just feel uncomfortable in that. But it just so happens that this time around, uh, the woman that she asked said yes. Mm -hmm. And so we were excited about it last night after RMC and... Then we hopped on the phone afterward as we were driving home and um, we were just talking about, okay, so that means that officially like, you know, we're going to be in different MCs come fall and, um, mm. you know, and then we started thinking like, Yvonne, who are you going to ask? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, and ju I just shared with her so honestly of like, I have my insecurities about that too. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I have enough experience of, you know, bringing someone along as an apprentice. And I, I feel confident that God will grow that person, even if I don't feel super confident in, like, do I have a plan for them and stuff like that? Yeah. But I have my own insecurities. Yes, I think I for me, that. when I think about, okay, I'm on church staff, mm -hmm. I'm an Enneagram 8, I, I just mm. come, I, I can be really intense and I can come on strong. And so something that I'm overly fearful of mm. is that when I ask someone to do something I, I wonder like, do, what are they feeling obligated to do that? Are they feeling mm -hmm. pressure to say yes? So that honestly makes me really gun shy. Yeah. Like, I I don't want to ask because I don't want to put that pressure yeah. on somebody to yeah. say yes. Mm. And even though I know it's like, oh, it's like, I'm just inviting this person to pray, mm -hmm. and I really have to leave it to the spirit to move in this person's That's heart. Right. I still have these thoughts, yes. you know, and in that way, I am making it about me, um, and and honestly, just like blowing those things up. And that yeah. that's still in that's all like as I'm talking about it right now, this is all in the process of <laughs> yeah. being worked out in my heart. So this yeah. is not like oh, this is past and I'm done with no, it. No, it's like live. Mm -hmm. This is current and yes. active, and yeah. it happens every time. Every, every time. time. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's funny because I'm, I'm, I mean, I love what you're saying and you're describing your journey and your apprentice's journey. Mm -hmm. um, and, and her journey was like feeling the vulnerability hangover and waiting. And then the person, <laughs> and then there's like joy on the other end yeah. of that. And what I think I hear you saying is like, uh -huh. you and I are seasoned enough. We've done this before and we know there's joy on the other end, but we still feel insecure. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I like it default to thinking this is, I'm valuable if they say yes and I'm not valuable if they say no. And like just feeling, feeling all of that. Um, what's, what's interesting is I'm in the exact same spot that, that my apprentice last Sunday heard from the person they had asked to pray to be their apprentice this fall. Oh my gosh. And that person had said yes. Oh dude. That's and so I was cool. there when they said yeah. yes. And I just felt like joy. Like, like the, my apprentice actually had this like cheesy grin on his face. <laughs> like this, this is like, it. it's like this, like, 
they love me. I mean, you know, like it's like it's like this whole journey. But um, as I think about myself right now too, then I'm in the same boat you are. Mm. You know, I'm going, oh, I, I don't know, like I don't have someone readily like that just jumps on my mm-hmm. mind, and I'm, uh, and what if they say no, and I'm a pastor at the church, and I then know. I we're mean, on then, the discipleship yeah, team. Yeah, I know. Like, gosh, this looks yeah, so bad. That, that's yeah. right. That's right. Um, so m- maybe from that we could say. Satan is going to try to throw a lie <laughs> at every single person. Yeah. Like wh- wherever you are, leader or apprentice, and you're thinking about asking someone, there's going to be resistance mm-hmm. to that for all of us. Mm-hmm. He sees the harvest too, and he wants the workers to be fewer still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Satan wants fewer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're praying the Lord of the harvest send more, mm-hmm. and, and he's trying to trip them on That's their right. way into the field. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to trip us. Yeah. And um, maybe we should just anticipate that, like yeah. thinking of this as a as spiritual battle, mm-hmm. right? Like like the, the baseline is get ready for a fight mm-hmm. spiritually because you're going to have lies thrown at you um, no matter who you are. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking there are some people who are apprentices right now who've never asked anyone to be their apprentice. Mm-hmm. And what's the volley of lies that Satan is throwing at them? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not qualified. Oh, you haven't learned enough yet. Oh, that person w- doesn't want to follow you. Mm-hmm. Like, just just all of these different things. But the, the root of all those lies is it's going to be about you. Mm-hmm. And I think the remedy is thinking about Jesus. What I'm doing is saying, look at him. Yeah. Come with me toward him because he's that good. And as soon as I do that, it's like, oh, the little darts just start falling away. <laughs> and then I'm like, maybe I can ask more people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But it's it's only when I'm actually thinking about him and, and not about myself. Yeah. So for sure. Um, let's let's chat for just a, a minute about um, maybe clear signs that this person isn't ready. Like, mm-hmm. h- how would you identify? You're like thinking of and praying about who should I ask to pray about being my apprentice. Um, some things where it would be like a, it's it's probably not gonna be the right time for that person. Hmm. I think. I do think that no matter what, so the things that we're about to talk about, I think it's important to note that if you do ask an apprentice that is exhibiting these things, the world is not over. In fact, Jesus reigns still, and it's okay. As a matter of fact, many leaders right (laughs) now have done these things. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe we could talk about what's some possible pitfall and why Uh that could be a pitfall, just so um, uh, assuming that we all... I mean, we, we all have fallen to pitfalls. Mm-hmm. And God sometimes uses things that we can't anticipate. That's right. So, I mean, fact. I mean, mm-hmm. he kind of does that all the time. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, a big disclaimer, I guess. Um, I think that if someone really... Gosh, okay, let me back up for a sec. So for me, there are certain things that because I struggle with them, I yeah. am more judgy of someone when they do the same thing. Okay, yeah. And so if it is somebody that um, has a similar pitfall to me and it's an area where, you know, I, I still am struggling to find more victory in mm-hmm. that area, like it's hard for me to invite an apprentice there because I just knowing myself – I can be really critical. And so that really like tempts me to be critical of that person. Mm. Now there have been a few apprentices where they have struggled with the same thing. And Mm. in 
just asking God about that. He still led me to ask them, yep. but I was scared about I that the that. whole time. And yeah. so he, but he just really wanted me to need him through that and be mm. like, Hey, Vaughn, you don't have control over whether you have victory over these things in your life or not. Like it's still me. And like, I want to work through that, through this relationship. Um, but if I don't hear that, then th that's something that I'm like kind of wary of. Um, another one too, is if someone is almost over eager to lead because they want to give advice to people. Yes. Then I'm like, Ooh, yeah, like, if they feel like they've mm -hmm. got the answers, yeah, that's a little, a red flag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody who, <coughs> if it's the combination of, cause I talk a lot. Okay. And so if this person also talks <laughs> a lot and they're not very teachable, yeah. Uh, like they're, they're not open to hearing that like self, like open to that self-awareness stuff, then that's a bad mix. Cause now all of a sudden you have two leaders who are like massive over talkers. Right. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I have to work on that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So things like that. I, mm -hmm. I really think about, I don't think there's like a telltale sign of anything per se. Although the, I think the advice thing is one of those. But it's, I, I really think about, okay, in terms of bringing this person to journey with me and I'm journeying with them, yeah. I think about it through that lens a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I think the, the deal breaker would be for someone who's a, an advice monster mm. is if you talk to them a sideline, just off, off, not in front of the whole group, but just if they become aware of it, mm -hmm. if they're like, oh, I know I fell in that trap again, but yeah. I want to grow, yeah. that would be someone I'd be like, okay, yes. that, that's great. But if you talk to them and they're like, no, I don't, I'm, you know, and they're like, they're not able to see themselves, mm -hmm. then I'd say that they're pr probably not at the right spot spiritually mm -hmm. to start, to start jumping into that. So it's like a, uh, a self-awareness, mm -hmm. a, a willingness to be corrected. Mm -hmm. um, those would be, those would be, if they have that willingness to be corrected, that could overcome every, mm -hmm. every pitfall. Yeah. <laughs> right. Another one I look for that I honestly think I'm probably a little bit too conservative with mm -hmm. um, is if someone is really, really early on in their journey with us, mm -hmm. like I, I really have a bias toward someone feeling like they belong before mm. they uh, serve, especially because MC is such a direct relational yeah. discipling yeah. kind of role. Yeah. And so even if they seem to be just super talented, mm -hmm. uh, it, it seems like they're showing all the signs of like walking with the Lord, but I've only known them for three or six months. It's really hard for me to um, ask them still because I just want to make sure that they yeah. feel like they're a part. But I think I'm a little bit too conservative there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a part of um, there are a lot of there are people that come from other churches mm -hmm. that um, would be considered in many churches to be spiritually mature. Yeah, but um, resonate. I I would say we have a slightly different way of talking about spiritual maturity. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have gray hair. It doesn't mean you've <laughs> served everywhere. Uh, you know, it's like s the spiritually mature are those that know they need Jesus a lot. Yeah. 
the the ones that know they need forgiveness more than they thought Mm -hmm. like that's the kind of maturity we're looking for it's the it's so we want people who've drunk the gospel kool-aid a little longer right and and the gospel kool-aid is this it's it's you're actually worse than you think Mm -hmm. and at the very same time you're more loved than you've ever imagined Mm -hmm. it's both so um Anyone who comes in with a little bit of a self-righteous edge Mm -hmm. is probably, they probably need a bit more time. Yeah. Yeah. And have they experienced, are they connected community-wise within Mm -hmm. our church family? Yeah. Um, Because it's really hard to build that community once you're in the seat of a leader. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you look for them serving or being a part of different Mm -hmm. things. Like they're connected to other parts of the church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. That's that's a that's like a indicator I wouldn't have thought of. So, <laughs> um, so the um, w- one of the questions that I think people really where where we feel stuck mm. is when we move to the practical. Like, okay, um, I think this person God might be doing something in them, and then now what do I do? <laughs> or how how do I approach that? Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are some ways if you were like you're when you encouraged your apprentice right now mm-hmm. to ask someone to pray about being their apprentice? Mm-hmm. How did you do that? Like what what did you do? Yeah, I mean, what I'm about to say that the ship has sailed for a lot of people, but I think just in future practice, um, when when I started when I was paired with my current apprentice, and from the beginning I said, hey, who is someone who's like on your mind right yeah. now. This was yeah. all the way back in the fall. Yeah. And I was like, we have we have no idea if this person is going to be an apprentice or not. But if you had to ask someone today, who are you kind of who do you find yourself kind of drawn to? And would yeah. you start praying for that person yeah. already? That's Just awesome. to already like, you know, build the habit, the practice of relying on the Lord yep. for these kinds of decisions and <laughs> to ask him and, and give time. Right. Yeah. Give time to hear because I'm I'm just not very good at hearing from him. And so I need more time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. And, and I don't think the ship sailed on that. I think wherever yeah. you are, whoever's listening to this, wherever yes. you are in your journey, <laughs> the time to pray is now. Yeah, And you can still do that through the <laughs> yeah. summer. And so right here, right now, by the time yeah. spring came, she had this woman yeah. on her mind, had been praying. And we mm. both had yeah. for this woman. Oh, that's for, beautiful. You know, at least six months already. Yeah. And there wow. were even like a couple times where they hung out. I think she was thinking about asking her, but yeah. she totally did. Okay. And okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it was really awesome. Fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spring quarter, spring yeah. trimester's here. And so yeah. she did ask. And yeah, I think that that's, that's how, what I would say to anyone. Yeah. Like, and, and it's okay to, to um, select someone to pray about first because it's just, to pray about someone. It's never wrong to pray for mm-hmm. someone, pray about someone, yeah. um, you know, before they think about approaching. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with someone this morning who, it's a guy, young man. He's wanting his friend to, to. he's right on the edge. He might be a Christian, might mm. not be. And he's just wanting his friend to grow in Christ. And that friend sort of got discouraged and is stepping mm. back in a way. And so this young man and I were talking about his discouragement and, and he kept saying how, or he was feeling like he had to do something right Mm. in order to help that, that friend see, see the gospel. 
and 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 really be saved, be transformed. Mm. And in the conversation, I, I actually drew it out on a piece of paper. Like on one side, you're on earning, but then you see grace. You see what you cannot earn, what's been given to you. And I, I drew a line in between those. I'm like, what's this journey from earning <laughs> to grace? What's that journey? And then I wrote, miracle. <laughs> like, yeah, so, so if it's only a miracle that will do that, yeah. it takes all the pressure off you. <laughs> right all of a sudden it doesn't like it so and I, I could feel like visibly like his chest breathed a little easier mm-hmm. like oh that's right it is a miracle it doesn't it, it cannot happen by my activity and I think the same thing here that's why like I love your thought of praying because for someone to say I want to become a disciple maker mm-hmm. we can't actually make that happen mm-hmm. like this can't, this is not actually our activity as an MC leader it's it every time it's the Lord of the harvest right. who's called someone into his harvest field. And so praying that he would call someone into his harvest field is not only what he told us to do, it's actually the effective thing. Mm-hmm. It is the thing because it's a miracle. Like it's, it's the only way it happens. So um, and the, just on the sideline of that is it takes all the weight off of us. Mm-hmm. This is like this is the there, there, there's like uh, no no pressure in that. Yeah. So. Um, we're, we're running out of time, but I, I want to just think about um, what if you ask someone to pray about being your apprentice mm-hmm. and they say no? What, wh- how does that impact the kingdom? What encouragement would you offer an apprentice that was in that situation? Yeah. Well, one, I would say, hey, if you feel disappointed, that is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if you didn't actually want this person to say mm-hmm. yes— then yeah. you shouldn't have asked them to begin <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <So laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> they said, no, phew. I know. It's like, why <laughs> do you feel so much relief? No, no, no. Yeah. You sh- so that's right. A natural thing would be to feel yes. a sense of disappointment. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, like a lot of times we, uh, gosh, I'm so constantly just thinking that a certain outcome is always the right thing. And so I think, like, Lord, I think that you were you know, leading me to ask this person, yeah. but then they said no. So that means I heard from you wrong. And then mm. I, s- I attach my entire, I reformat all my thinking attached to what I thought was the right okay. outcome. Wow. Wow. But that's not it at all. Yeah. You know, just because God leads me to pray and ask someone and actually make the ask it, he's not always concerned with the yes. It's it, my, my job was to say yes to him first. Yes. And then he's going to do what he's going to do in the heart of that person. Yeah. And so, um, I think I would remind anyone who's asking, here's a no, like that that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and the win is like, Oh my gosh, you were actually on your knees and you, mm-hmm. this was you taking a great swing at being dependent on the Lord. Yes. And like, yeah. let's say that you that's heard awesome. incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Let's just say yeah. that, he actually wasn't leading you to ask that person, and then they said no. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still not a bad thing, mm-hmm. because every time that we would try to ask the Lord and hear from Him, His voice gets clearer every time. Yeah, and and He's He's like using that, like it's so powerful in that process, mm-hmm. and. I think for me, once I got it, it's scary every time. Don't get me wrong. Like I cannot emphasize that enough. I get nervous every single time. Yeah. And yet I also walk in with just wondering like, Lord, what are you going to do here? Yeah. What if this person does say yes? And I feel the freedom to, to dream and to Mm. think um, of the future because in the very least, if it's not a future of being apprentice together, 
like we're still both apprentice to Jesus mm. and it's like yep. yeah what is God going to use like me to do what is God going to use that mm-hmm. person to do and then I'll just ask another person yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so to summarize what you're saying or what I hear mm-hmm. is you as the asker are on this journey of growing and how you need Jesus and mm-hmm. how you're seeing him at work and whether it's a yes or a no either way you're like drawn toward his heart yeah it's like you're like leaning on him and and so either way it's an experience of your growth mm-hmm. And then what you're asking of the person is, would you pray about this and, and like listen to Jesus? And even if it's a yes or no, whichever way, they've been challenged in their spiritual life to to look to him, mm-hmm. right? They've been activated in some way to be more dependent, to pray and to, to search out what does he want? Yeah, the so. prayerful asker, the prayerful inviter is the person that gets the most joy because yeah. <laughs> it means I'm spending time with him. Yeah, yeah. The the win is that you're actually with Jesus <laughs> while you're praying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and so uh, the no, if someone says no, then that's like a, a journey for you mm-hmm. and a journey for them, mm-hmm. right? And if they say yes, then it's uh, again it's a different journey, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I just have to put a punctuation mark on it because we've said it, but I want to say it so explicitly that no one can listen to this podcast and miss this. If you're still listening at this point, (laughs) um, it's never you asking someone to be your apprentice. It's asking someone to pray about being an apprentice. The ask is always to pray because it's always God's work, Mm -hmm. uh, not ours. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, well, thanks for a great conversation. Uh, I'm looking forward to how God's going to, like, what uh, I guess our apprentices have been yeah. through. Like, I, I actually want that for everyone. Yeah. I, I want every single person in, who's been apprenticing to feel the vulnerability hangover, mm-hmm. the fear, and then to, to feel the sense of, like, okay, I got closer to Jesus through this process. Oh. So um, may, it be, may it be that way. Yeah. Okay, thanks for the conversation, Yvonne. Great talking as always, and we'll see you next time on uh, Living Sin. Bye-bye.